77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Hey, Sid, it's Elvis Duran over at Z100. We want to thank you for representing New York City as you travel to Israel. Spread the word of peace and be safe. This is my favorite Grateful Dead song. I know people love trucking and all that stuff, but play some of this. This is Shakedown Street, the Grateful Dead. Dead Shakedown Street. Joseph Tacopina is not only the best defense attorney in the world, and he was Donald Trump's best attorney. He just was. Yes, he's my friend of 47 years. You know all this. It's old. But he's tremendous at his job. And he's um, about the most loyal person you'll ever meet. But I have to tell you, Joseph, for many years, you spent many days defending me. I mean, seriously, legally, direct TV case or others. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, I spend my days defending you. Payback's a bitch. First off, I had to uh, deal with all these psychos when uh, you decided to part ways with Trump. And then I've only gotten, I don't know, about a thousand messages that Joe Tacopina is clearly not your best friend because he broke the news on Shorten Show. I go, no, stupid. He was on with Al Sharpton on Saturday. He broke the news with me here the day before on Friday. But still, why is he on with Sharpton? So I'm going to let you explain. I don't think it's a big deal. It doesn't bother me. But it did uh, anger some of your fans here. So explain that away, please, if you wouldn't mind. First of all, you're right. (laughs) You were the first person I uttered a word about that, too, in, in, in any media form at whatsoever. When the New York Times wrote that piece, which was a very, very nice piece and, and Business Insider, I didn't speak to them. I no commented. Um, so, you know, the only person I spoke to initially was you. The only and by the way, if I, I if I really want to be if I really want to be a dick, it told me even days before that. <laughs> you, you knew you knew before it happened, right, it, right. It, but you and I have a different type of relationship. I right. wouldn't say it to anyone else. Obviously, I trust you like a brother and vice versa. So you knew exactly when it happened uh, before it happened. But but look, the Reverend Sharpton thing was this. I look, I know there, there's a, such a hard divide in this country. Right. And you either are on the right or on the left. I'm sort of where I just where where I where my compass takes me. And I use that word on his show, but it's where I am. Reverend Sharpton and I have had this relate. Look, he used to hate me, okay? I mean, remember this. Yeah. When I was representing all those cops in the Louima case and Diallo and all those cases, he and I would go on TV and go crazy. I'd call him a race baiter. He'd call me a racist. And it was really vicious. And I was like, my God, this guy and I really hate each other. 
one day in a green room, he just started talking to me, and he turned out to be such a good, like a regular guy. Well, well you know what's funny about what you're going to say? Do you know who one of his best friends, and no, I can't stand him, but you know who one of his best friends is? You talk about right versus the left? Sean Hannity. He loves Sean. Sean's a great friend, but I know. Because Al is, you know, when I needed Al for the Meek Mill case, Meek Mill was someone who was a big rapper who was imprisoned by this lunatic judge. And, and she was a black judge, and, and, and you know, Meek was black, and, and there was some racial overtones there. And, and, you know, I needed his voice. I called him. He drove to Philly, visited Meek in jail with me, and started a, 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 a really a public campaign to, to sort of put pressure on this judge. Eventually, I got Meek out of that case. He was released, and the case was dismissed. But Reverend Charlton, when I asked him to jump, he jumped. And he's that sort of guy. He's a loyal guy. And so... I've been doing civil rights work for him for years, for 10 years for his National Action Network, civil rights cases, which are important to all of us. And, and anyone who says civil rights cases aren't important because they're on the right is, is, is a fool because that's not American. We're talking about guarding the civil rights of individuals, right? Not about race. I'm not, you know, I'm the right. furthest thing right. from a racist. Right. But I represent people on the right and on the left. So Reverend Shropton said, look, if you're going to do any TV show, would you do mine? And and it sort of reconnects us because I stopped doing work for the for the National Action Network when I was representing Trump because he couldn't have that. I understood that. Um, but but so I did. I agreed to do his show and only his show. Your show first, then his show, and that was it. I'm not speaking about it again. So that's why I did it. But the funny part is, four years ago, he gave me the National Action Network's Man of the Year Award, one of the premier civil rights organizations in this country. I got the Man of the Year Award for that organization. <laughs> and when I accepted the award, he introduced me. I said, you know, 20 years ago, you called me a racist. We were on TV. You were saying the worst things about me. I said, so if 20 years ago you asked me if I'd be getting the National Action Network's Man of the Year Award or Godzilla would cock Manhattan, I would go with Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Yeah, no, listen, I, I saw anyway, you. That's, I, that's what happened. I know, I saw you on Sharpton's show even when Trump hired you. You're on our show. It didn't, I, 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 listen, I couldn't care less. In me, again, Sean Hannity, who's the biggest conservative voice, who's on the phone with Trump every 10 minutes, every 10 minutes, him and Sharpton are best, best buddies. So it is what it is. I don't care. Uh, but talking about Trump, uh, since you did make that announcement that you two have parted ways, and to your credit, you continue to go on with me and other places and say, hey, regardless of whatever happened personally, if anything happened, if anything, you believe that he's been treated wrongly, right? That's it. Well, I said that even on Sharpton's show, he said, look, he asked a question. Of course, the press spins things in, a, in a, the funniest ways. He said, is it possible he could get convicted in a federal case? I said, of course it's possible. It's possible he get acquit- convicted, acquitted. It's possible it could be a hung jury. There are 12 jurors. It's possible. So then, of course, that became, I predicted that he could possibly be convicted. Be convicted, I mean, right. Not yeah. even, that's not a prediction. That's a statement of fact. No, it's no, the, the, that, that was, the, right. They were not fair right. there. That's kind of like, it's like when Trump said... Okay. It went, when Trump said in Virginia, there are good people on both sides, 
They leave out the part where he goes, except for the Nazis, which he did say. So my question to right. you is, did Trump read that? Did somebody get back to you from Trump's team and say, really, Joe, no, no, no. already? He hasn't said a word. He, 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 look, I, I've spoken to Boris a few times, and Todd Blanche and I, and Todd's a great lawyer, and he's and Trump's in great hands with him. It, it's it's It was obvious what I was saying, which is, you know, that anything is possible when you have a jury trial. But I also did say, Reverend asked me, he said, well, do you think there's a political bent here? I said, well, personally, I do. I do believe there's a political bent here. So there's nothing I've said in the past on your show or on anyone else's show that I'm backtracking on at all. I believe the Bragg case, the the, the hush money case, so to speak, is is a non-case. I don't think it is a, a violation of law there. Um, I think that was, you know, they tried to shoehorn something in just to charge him. Um, I think that's pathetic, that case. I don't think there's there's any merit to it. Um, I believe, that obviously, that he didn't rape Eugene Carroll. I said that, and a jury agreed with that assessment. Um, so anything I've said in support of him, I believe in. Do I think there's a political bent to his prosecutions? Of course I do. I mean, it's not a coincidence that, you know, every time he turns around, he's got a new indictment. And, and, and so I, it, it's not that I've abandoned my principles or my beliefs. It just was time for me to go on, say, for of reasons course. you and I have discussed in right. right. and, and, and public. Right. Because it's not right. Because it's not right to do that to right. him or to anyone else. I mean, I see all these lawyers leave and then go on and stop bashing him. And they were his lawyers, and now he's the worst guy in the world and everything else. Or they were his lawyers, and every other lawyer, they, they start talking about every other lawyer. Right. It, it, it's so it's so pathetic and yeah. such a sign of insecurity. Yep. And and that I just don't do that stuff, and it's not right. It's you know, I'm fiduciary obligation, and I will honor that fiduciary obligation, whether you know I'm representing him now or I was representing him. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. I have one more question for you, then we'll let you run. Uh, this has been a fascinating conversation. And, and uh, you know, we threw some stuff at you here, and you've once again come out like Rocky. Alan Dershowitz always says to me, I'll never represent somebody more than once, because he did represent Trump years ago, and then... Uh, most recently, there was another uh, case, all of them actually, with which uh, Dershowitz really thought was a, a spit in the face of the Constitution. He's a constitutional attorney, and and I guess him and Trump had a conversation, whatever. And and he he, I think he wanted to take the case. I know his wife hates Trump, so it makes his home life miserable. I'm being honest about that, Alan. I'm sorry, but he has a uh, uh, a creed that he lives by, which is I will never represent the same client twice. What about you? I don't have that creed. I mean, that's a, it's a case by case decision. Look, I've represented people more than once. YG, I've had a few cases with uh, A Rod. I mean, I'll represent him on anything. We we dance before, we'll dance again. You know, not that you'll ever need it again, but God forbid you do. I'm here for you. We I, had three. I don't have that. You, you and I had three of those. Well, why do you think Dershowitz feels that way? I think personally, that could just be. A way of not representing Trump. Right, I think that could be right, just right. an excuse for not representing Trump. Because right. that's, that's a different. And he may have that rule, but I don't. 
I don't see a, a real purpose behind that rule. If, if you had a great experience with someone, you got them out of something or you've defended them or, or you, you, you've secured justice for an individual, and years later they come back and they have another issue, why wouldn't they want to hire you again? That's sort of what, what normally the way the, the, the cookie crumbles, right? So, right. And if you like that individual and they're willing to pay for your services – why wouldn't you represent them? Again, I don't have that hard and fast rule. If it's you know, if there's an issue with an individual, that's one thing. That's a completely yeah. different story. Yeah. I don't have that here, and I don't have that rule and and whatever. Look, I'm I'm busy. You know, I have that ASAP Rocky trial coming up. I have another major trial coming up. I'm representing a billionaire in a very public fight right now. That's you know, so so there's a lot of things going on that um, just required my attention and time, and and it's just for that and some other reasons that I'll keep personal. It's, Except to you, um, you know, it's, it was just time for me, and that's it. So there's no, it's not. I'm not going to be uh, Ty Cobb, who's on TV every single day, you know, bashing Trump. He's going to spend time in prison. He's a bad guy. He's a, uh, uh, you know, he's a misogynist. He's a this. He's a that. I, I'm not doing that stuff. It's it's it really puts a stain on the profession if you do it, and I'm just not going to do it. I keep your phone on because if I beat up a Palestinian in the streets of Jerusalem and they put me in some uh, slammer somewhere in Gaza, make sure you're available, okay? I'll be there in five <laughs> minutes, but the problem is there'll be two beaten up Palestinians if that happens. And I'll come there. <laughs> then we'll need somebody else. We'll have I, know. Or something. I love your text when, when they have these rallies and I'm like all pissed off and tacos. I'm coming with you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Takapina loves the Jewish people there. as much as anybody. In fact, Takapina went to Yeshiva, God bless him. So, um, He's a real Jew anyway. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Joe, great, great appearance. There's Haba Nagila Haba song, Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Yeah. I made it like, <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. That's a great <laughs> appearance, bro. I love you very, very, very much. Thank you so love much. You too, All right, take care. There he is, the great defense attorney. He is super. I love him on this show. Joe Takapina.